Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds, the past and present. And welcome to episode number 223 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. After a busy past month, I was finally able to get this new episode recorded and wrapped up. I'm still just trying to mainly keep up with most of the new releases coming in, so that is once again the focus of this show. I'm going to start things off with a track from the latest album from John Andrews and the Yawns. It's called Love for the Underdog. That was released just a couple of months ago on the reliably great Woodsist label. Andrews is a terrific folk pop songwriter, and on this new album, several of his songs are adorned with beautiful string arrangements. The whole album has this nice nonchalant charm to it that I've been enjoying. Makes for a nice ease into summer mode sort of album. So again, from John Andrews and the Yawns, this is a song, Never Go Away.
Summer 
behind me, you're hearing the sounds of reed organ and tenor saxophone, played by Bob Bucko Jr. With a solo release from him called Greet Death with Love. The three tracks that make up this release, which is said to be a three-part meditation on grief and loss, were recorded back in 2017 and 2018, but are just now being released in a limited CD edition on Bob Bucko Jr.'s own personal archives label. Really quite moving, heavy drone work from him. This will likely spill into the following track two called Three Reads Reciprocal. In front of that, you heard some more saxophone sounds from Cole Pulis and their recent collaboration with Jen Powers and Matthew Rollin. A release called Prism out on the Cached Media imprint run by Matthew Sage. I was fortunate to get a chance to see this trio perform a great set together as part of the Drone Not Drones event in Minneapolis back in January, so I was super pleased to learn shortly after that about this album that they made together, which I think does such a nice job of complimenting and showcasing what each of these artists do so well. Hoping that this isn't the last that we'll hear from this trio. I played the opening track, it's called Melted Honey from that one. Cole Police also appears on a few tracks on the new solo release from Matthew or Matt Robideau. It's called Music for Aluminum Corn that I played. The work that I've heard from Robido is really quite fascinating. It straddles the lines between improvisation and composition and pop song craft and the avant-garde. And this new one features a collection of really bright, bubbly electronic pieces with some uh, field recordings sprinkled in that he composed using a custom-built, touch-controlled aluminum synthesizer that are apparently shaped like two corn cobs. Uh, it's an instrument that he built while taking part in an artist residency in Wisconsin, so I guess uh, it makes sense for a corn-inspired instrument to come out of his time in the Midwest. But this is a quite magical release that comes out this next week on Crash Symbols. I played the track called Escalator from Dream World from that one. Before that, I played the title track from a release called That's the Night by the Toronto-based group The Titillators that is led by Ryan Driver, who has been involved in a number of other projects and done solo recordings too. It's a really fun and playful album that's primarily instrumental. The track that I played, in fact, is the only one that includes vocals, but the rest features this really interesting hybrid of wonky jazz, R&B, and exotica, just to sort of boil it down for you. In front of that, you heard a track off of one of two new recent reissues of compilation LPs from the great UK indie pop group Felt. Play the song Sunlight Bathe, The Golden Glow, from the album Goldmine Trash that 
brings together a collection of singles, B-sides, and other non-album tracks from the early to mid-80s. Felt released several terrific albums. I'm, I'm thinking uh, there's so many I could uh, rattle off, but I feel like this compilation and the other one that was just reissued called Bubblegum Perfume offer a pretty decent entry point into their catalog. Track them down if you don't have any in your collection. Before that, I played something from a currently active project, or more like highly active project, that carries on that jangly indie pop spirit of a band like Felt. I'm referring to the Reds, Pinks, and Purples, the project of Glenn Donaldson, whose failure of all pop column you can read on the Freeform Freakout website as time allows for him. He's a busy fella. But happy that this album, The Town That Cursed Your Name, finally arrived after some unexpected delays and I've enjoyed virtually everything that Glenn has put out under this name, but I think this is my favorite full length from him yet. He dedicates this one to everyone who ever tried to start a band in the Bay, and the lyrical content of some of these songs touches on this and often delivered with Glenn's brilliant sense of humor, which I always appreciate. Lots of musical references sprinkled throughout. And again, kicking off the show, you heard a track from John Andrews and the Yawns off of his most recent album, Love for the Underdog. You heard the track Never Go Away. I'm going to start this next set off with some new sounds from Terrine is the solo project of the French electronic artist Claire Guypen. She has a new full-length album out on Brute Direct Discs, her third album to come out on that label by my count. This new one, she continues to explore a really abstract form of electronic music that has moments of bouncy techno, but it's also interlaced with other subtle droning textures and organic sound sources that are perhaps geared more for a headphone experience than the dance floor. But hey, if you uh, feel the urge to move, do so <laughs> while you're listening to this track called Blazon will win an award this year. Again, this is Terrini.
behind me, you're hearing a track called Quake from Leslie Keffer off of her release called Perceive, which is said to be the first full-length installment in a series of mainly ambient vocal works from her that, in her words, attempt to, quote, capture the feelings I became aware of after having spiritual experiences and interpret them through music. It's quite different from the more noise-oriented work of hers that I've heard. And I see that the label that issued this one, called No Part of It, did put out a second volume of this series, too, that's called Ethereal. But really enjoying this one from her. In front of this, you heard from one of the more shadowy figures connected to the whole Swiss Schimpflusch Gruppe. It was G. Park, which is the long-running solo music concrete project of Mark Zeyer. I played an excerpt from his Gower LP that came out in 2015. And as far as I can tell, that's the last full length that he's released. Not uncommon, as there's often been several year gaps between G Park releases, though I know he's been involved in other collaborative releases affiliated with that group. Zyre has also been involved in other video and installation work over the years. And in front of that G Park excerpt, you actually heard another excerpt from a piece that appeared in an installation created by the Icelandic artist Magnus Paisan. And I think for the sake of clarity, so that you have some context for those grunting and moaning noises that you heard, I just going to read the information that the label Mumbling Ear provided about that installation. In February of 1993, at artist Hane Lorsman's Gallery 11 in Reykjavik, Magnus Paisan exhibited two installations, one in each of the gallery's two rooms. In the first was a piece which I'll just translate, it's called No One Swallows the Sun. And in the adjacent room was its companion work called Mr. Tuper Johnson. And each room featured four wall-mounted loudspeakers, one in each corner, emanating vocalized grunts, sighs, and syllables in between extensive passages of Icelandic and nonsensical language. And on the floor beneath each loudspeaker was a generous mound of snuff tobacco. On each pile was a cluster of sizable hand-painted paper mache noses. The snuff evoked a sense of nostalgia. Its smell permeated Gallery 11 as the loudspeakers relayed various anecdotes, verses, and vernacular expressions Paisan heard throughout his life. So it wasn't just random grunts and groans you were hearing. <laughs> and you heard an excerpt of the piece called No One Swans the Sun. Before that, you heard new sounds from Dream Mega, the solo project of Joel Kayak, who previously was a member of the noisy Outer Realms rock groups Landed and Six Finger Satellite. His work under the Dream Mega moniker is 
bit harder to pin down. There are certainly elements of mutant rock in what he does, but it's dirtied up in this post-industrial electronic lurch with synthetic voices, giving the impression that there are verses being sung, though they sound more like alien transmissions to my ears. I play the track called Buy a Serrated Knife from this new album of his. It's called Last Glacial Maximum. And again, at the very top of that set, new stuff from the French artist Terrine from a new album on Brute Direct Discs called Standing Abs. You hear the track Blazon will win an award this year. I'm going to start this next set of music off with a track from the great Philadelphia band, the Strapping Field Hands, from a new archival release of theirs simply titled Live in Concert that Ever and Ever Records just put out. This isn't a single concert recording, rather a collection of live recordings of the band between the years 1993 to 1996 some of which were captured by the Ohio underground rock legends Mike Rep and Tommy J. The recording quality is pretty rough and rugged in places, but that honestly seems to add an immediacy and rawness to these songs rather than detract from it. But here is a track called Red Dog the Deconstructor. Again, this is the Strapping Field Hands.
Let 
Behind me, you're hearing the sounds of Tongue Depressor. Joined by John McCowan on this new release on Full Spectrum called Blame Tuning. And you're hearing an excerpt of Blame Tuning Part 2, the B-side of this one. Something quite heavy and profound in the drone work that Zach Rowden and Henry Birdsey create under the name Tongue Depressor using double bass and pedal and lap steel. And it, it seems like John McCowan, who on this recording is playing contrabass clarinet, just locks in with them immediately on these two lengthy drone pieces. Uh, really, really impressive release once again from them. Before this, another trio making heavily droning and highly psychedelic improvised sounds, albeit in shorter form and with different instrumentation. You heard the group Thresher from out of Canada. I know very little about this group, but I really enjoy what they are doing on this new cassette release called Homunculus that came out recently on the OWN Sound Recordings imprint. Played the opening track called Count to 15 from that one. In front of that, you heard a track off of M. Sage's magical new album, Paradise Crick. It's a great recent interview with Sage on the Aquarium Drunkard website that I recommend giving a read where he's discussing the making of the new album, amongst other things, and I had to chuckle a bit when he referred to the music that he was after on this one as being, quote, granola ambient pop. An imaginary outdoor setting. But I must say, I do find this album to be quite a transportive listening experience. It's a really cohesive album overall. I played the track called Crick Dynamo from that one. Before that, I played a lengthy piece called Like a Deepness, Let Go, from a trio of musicians that compose, improvise, and perform in a variety of contexts and have quite the striking name that they make music together as. They're called Beatings Are in the Body. And the group includes Erica Angel, Peggy Lee and Royzen Adams. Appreciate how they utilize their voices in various ways throughout this new self-titled album, at times quite unconventionally, and others just straight up uh, beautiful as can be, as you, I guess you heard both of those sides in that lengthy piece. You heard new sounds from a trio that were previously called Wet Drag, but for this new record on post-present medium, they're called Debt Rag. Not sure of the significance or motivation behind the name change, but the members have also been involved in other great bands like Preening and Grass Widow. And this album seems to carry on those groups' skeletal, post-punk, and no-wave-inspired sounds. However, just minus guitar. You heard the song called Cognitive Whirlpool, again, from their new album. It's called Lost to the Fantasy. And before that, you heard some 
Smudged Psych Rock from the Philadelphia unit King Blood and a track off their 2019 release Hocus Pocus on the Petty Bunko label. Not only do I appreciate the hazy, kraut-inspired sounds in this one, I also appreciate their nod to Cluster's second album with the hand-drawn cover art on this one. Play the track One for Sleep from that album. Then again, kicking things off with another Philadelphia great band, Strapping Field Hands, from a new archival release called Live in Concert. You heard Red Dog, the Deconstructor. I'm going to wrap up this episode with a lengthy excerpt from this recent debut collaborative release between Bardo Todal and Robert Millis, two artists whose work I've admired for several years now. The release is called A Magnetic Road to Hell, and it features quite a collection of indescribable stitched-together tape recordings from a range of sources. It all flows together quite nicely. As I mentioned, I'm going to play a lengthy excerpt from this release, and it'll be from the A side of it. That's going to bring things to an end, then, for this installment of the show. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this episode, you can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can purchase either physical or digital copies. And as always, I encourage you to support these artists and labels as much as you can. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. I'll be back again, hopefully, in a couple of weeks with another new episode. Until then, thanks so much for listening. Oh, my God.